Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Have missed on Tuesday week last, June 27th, the Shannon was addressed by Maura T. Healy, the governor of Massachusetts. She was there to mark two anniversaries, 60 years since the visit of JFK to Ireland and 30 years since the law on homosexuality was changed and it was no longer a crime to be gay. That's only 30 years ago. The governor is an Irish-American member of the Democrat Party. She's in her early 50s. She's Massachusetts' first ever female governor, the first gay woman ever elected governor anywhere in the US. She was a civil rights lawyer before going into politics and she has very strong Irish roots in Cork, Kerry and Galway. It's very, very early in the morning in Boston now. So Governor, I'm grateful to you for taking time out to be with us on Cork's 96FM. Do you get back to Ireland very much? Good morning. You know, I had um, made several trips to Ireland starting from the time I was in my 20s. I have a number of cousins here, so um, I've been over over uh, several times, but a little bit different this time as governor, that's for sure. Tell me about your Cork connections. They're very strong. Well, my, my grandmother was from McCroom, um, and my, my grandfather was from not too, too far away. He was from, from Kerry, um, but... You know, my grandmother spoke frequently of of Cork and her love of Cork and uh, and Cork relatives, and uh, it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm sorry that I can't make it to Cork for this visit. It's just a a quick trip here with a lot of business and trade and celebration of JFK and the like. So I'm really mostly in Dublin right now, but I hope to be able to return and and visit Cork. Well, we would love to have you. It is the anniversary, the 60th anniversary of JFK's visit. It's also the 30th anniversary of this week. Uh, and, you know, so many of my younger listeners, Governor, when you say to them that it was once a criminal offence to be gay in Ireland, it's only 30 years since that ceased to be. It's, I know, it's, it's something. And, you know, I, I was so happy to be able to, to be here for, for Pride. And I want to cr- congratulate all those across Ireland who worked so hard for the movement to advance LGBTQ plus equality. Uh, congratulate all who celebrated uh, this past weekend, Pride. I, I came into town and just missed what I heard was a fantastic parade. But 30 years since decriminalization in Ireland. And, you know, Massachusetts, we sort of have followed a similar path. Um, 
you all ended up recognizing uh, the right to marry through uh, a referendum, which I think was most significant. We did it through court cases, but I think both Massachusetts and Ireland have been on this this journey together. Um, I also know it's the case that we still have work to do. There are still young people out there who don't yet feel secure, don't yet feel the support, who are experiencing mental health issues. We see a rise of transphobia uh, in the United States, and, you know, that's something that uh, concerns us all. And, you know, we need, we need to continue with the work. Uh, definitely we're celebrating all that, that Ireland and the people of Ireland have done to advance just basic sort of respect and, and, and human decency and goodwill and by recognizing and protecting the civil rights of members of the LGBTQ plus community. Your speech in our Opera House, our Shannon, it seemed to be an emotional moment for you. Oh, it was so emotional and I, I didn't intend to, to, to get emotional, but I think, you know, something about being back in the Shannon, like being in Ireland and being able to, to appear there, I'm used to visiting cousins, you know, whether they're in Ballinasloe or, or Galway, down Kilgarvin, or, you know, even in Cork, right? I mean, I'm used to just being over as a as a tourist and, uh, you know, spending time with, with, with family. Um, but to be appearing in that historic chamber and, and speak, you know, in the very room that JFK spoke from, it was very, very moving to me. I did have cousins who had traveled in from, from different places to, to take in the speech, including from Cork. Um, my mother made the trip to, to here home to, to, to Ireland with me, and she was there. And so I was just very moved, you know, thinking about my grandparents and my great-grandmother who left Ireland, not because they wanted to, but because they simply were trying to, to make make their way and, and make a better life in what was a really, really hard time, you know, and... Um, I, I just was sort of moved with with the personal history of, of all of that, not to mention the sort of professional history, right? I mean, I was elected this year in Massachusetts, the first time Massachusetts has ever elected a woman, first time that uh, uh, an out gay woman has been elected governor in the entire United States. And, you know, I think about the fact that it wasn't that long ago where you know, women and LGBTQ people, we, we just didn't have uh, the same civil rights and protections. And, you know, I'm grateful to those who, who made it possible for me to, to get elected and to make this very trip to Ireland and, and be able and invited to, to speak by the Irish government. And the uh, colleague uh, was, 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 uh, was terrific in, in extending the, the invitation a while back. Jerry, a corkman, of course. Yeah, Jerry's a cork man. He is. He reminds me of that frequently. And I had an opportunity to uh, spend time with him actually in Massachusetts. And uh, so I look forward to, to seeing the, the Kaharlik, uh later on, hopefully in the year um, uh, on the other side of the Atlantic. Yeah. Your political achievements in being, as you said, the first female governor, the first gay governor in, in the entire history of the United States, which I found hard to take in at the time. Is that still settling in with you, Maura Healy? Well, it, I'll tell you um, when I notice it. I, know, I notice it when, when young people come to my office or if I'm out and about and young girls um, and, and young members of, of the LGBTQ community who, you know, come up to me and they, they talk about how, how great it is for them to, to see me in this role. They didn't expect to see somebody who was like them, look like them in that role. And so, you know. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That, to me, um, is moving, and it also, you know, makes me feel absolutely a certain responsibility with this position to make sure that I'm doing all I can to open the door wider for others. Broaden the discussion a little bit, if you wouldn't mind. You're very outspoken on gun control and reform. We look at the United States. We, we don't know what to think when week after week there's another shooting here, another shooting there. I, I spoke to a man only a few weeks ago who was coming home to Ireland after 27 years and what finally nailed it for him was when a cop came into his eight-year-old girl's classroom to tell them what they'd do if a man came in with a gun. You've got a very, very serious problem in, in the United States, Governor. How does one begin to tackle it? Well, we do. Guns are now the leading cause of death for young people in America. I believe every day we, we see 120 Americans killed with firearms. And the sad thing is, this is all preventable, you know, and it's why I've long, uh, I have for a long time advocated for strong gun laws. We have very strict gun laws in Massachusetts, and as a result, we have lower rates of gun deaths compared to the rest of the country. So that's the first thing. You need strong gun laws, and they need to be enforced. We also need to treat this as the public health epidemic that it is, and that's what I try to do. I frame it as an issue of public health where, we're, we're, you know, people are dying every day, sometimes even at their own hands with a gun. and. We have to do more to get mental health resources out there um, and to, to reach uh, people and intersect with and head off the violence that we're seeing. Right now in America, you see a number of young people who have guns. And part of that is because, and, and the reason for that is become, is because guns are way too easy to come by. Um, we have states with very, very lax gun laws. And, you know, as a result, we have so many guns out there and, people having access to guns that should not have access to them because they're a danger to themselves or, or others. So we've got to continue to push hard in the United States. Uh, it's such a contrast when we look at Ireland and we look at other countries. Um, the, it, I, I know it must be absolutely shocking to people to hear about the incredibly high rate of gun deaths in America, and it's absolutely preventable. It's almost a case if we turn on the radio and hear of another one and we just go, oh, no, not again. When is it going to end? It will take a federal change, do you think, rather than a state-by-state one? Well, certainly I would love to see more states enact strong gun laws like we have in Massachusetts. Um, uh, Federal gun laws would help. Just basic ones around stronger background checks, making sure that people who are a danger to themselves or to others don't have access to guns. So, you know, there are some things that could be done federally. Um, currently, Congress, you know, hasn't been willing to take this up. Yeah. It's become way too politicized. And it's really unfortunate because it's a matter of public health. I mean, imagine any other thing out there that was killing 120 Americans a day. You know, um, we would be taking action, you know, and firearms, 
treat them like the consumer product that they are. Regulate them. You know, uh, you could do a number of things there, and and we've just got to continue to push because it's heartbreaking for me when I meet with survivors and, and, and victims. Uh, we just have to end this epidemic. Speaking of things that are killing people, you, in your background as a lawyer, were very active against Purdue Pharma and the OxyContin addiction epidemic uh, that is across America. We know a lot about it here because of the, the dope sick television program. And indeed, we're privileged to have one or two excellent contributors on the issue here on my program. But opioid addiction in the United States, it is horrific, Governor. It is. And this is something that was really manufactured, created by corporate greed, specifically the corporate greed of opioid makers, of opioid manufacturers like the Sackler family who owned Purdue Pharma. And it's just so devastating. Every day we continue to lose people to the opioid epidemic. The ripple effects, it's just terrible. We have so many grandparents raising grandchildren because their children aren't able to uh, raise their own children or have uh, overdosed and died um, and are no longer around. And it's just, it's just heartbreaking. So we, we have this opioid epidemic that, you know, really started with um, Purdue Pharma and OxyContin and then just sort of grew. And unfortunately, what we saw happen in the United States in the last few years is we've seen the introduction of Sentinel, which is uh, another synthetic man, man-made And it is really the driving force behind the overdoses and deaths that we are seeing. So we've got work to do. Um, We've got real work to do in terms of getting people access to the kinds of care that they need, to mental health services. We don't want people turning to substance uh, substances as, as a means of coping, but unfortunately, you know, we see that we need more education, more prevention. But I was proud of Massachusetts when I was attorney general. We sued the Sackler family. We put them and Purdue Pharma out of business, and we collected, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of money, uh, million, hundreds of millions of dollars that we've now uh, put into prevention and, and treatment. But boy, uh, we we have a lot of work to do and, and it continues to be a struggle. That was a remarkable achievement and your personal involvement in it. Congratulations on it, Governor. Uh, you've had a varied career. A professional basketball player, I almost forgot that. <laughs> Lawyer, Attorney General, now Governor. You're a young woman. Is there any possibility that Governor Maura Healy might at some stage like a tilt at the White House? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I could play in our Women's Professional Basketball League in America. Uh, the answer to that is no, I'm too old and my, my knees are, are shot. But That's the basketball question. What about the White House? <laughs> oh, no, I, I love what I do. Uh, and I love what I'm able to do as, as a governor in, in a great state like Massachusetts, home to so many Irish people. And, and that's really... Uh, what I'm focused on and, and, and absolutely feel so privileged to be doing. Um, I was pleased to see President Biden over here. He had a wonderful visit just a few months ago and, you know, looking forward to supporting him in his run for re-election. It's been an absolute privilege to speak with you on The Opinion and Governor Maura Healy, proud granddaughter of Cork. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me and uh, thank you for welcoming me home. And uh, please, anybody who's looking to visit Massachusetts, please come by and see me in the State House. Thank you. All right, you take care. Cheers, Governor.
Governor Maura T. Healy. Nice woman. A woman I think we'll hear of again. I wouldn't be ruling her out down the road a little bit. She she played that question brilliantly, politically. And a bit of basketball defence involved as well. <laughs> nice one. Corks 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.